guys welcome or welcome back to overthinking and underperforming hope everyone's doing great hope you're having a great day a great evening a great morning a great afternoon whatever time of the day it is today i wanted to talk about letting go and there are a million and one ways in which i don't know when it comes to letting go okay in terms of relationships friendships situations that you need to walk away from i don't know letting go is the part where it becomes it becomes hard just because if you're anything like me if i'm thinking about it too much if i've decided to take a step back and i'm thinking about this thing too much or i'm thinking about this person too much i'm like did i did i make a bad decision did i give up too soon did i is god trying to give me a sign that's a game i play with myself all the time but i think that's also part of letting go which is something i've learned is that thinking about it too much and then realizing that actually this is part of the process let's not you know take ourselves backwards and it's okay to think about it it's okay to think about the situation it's okay to miss a friend or whatever situation you had to walk away from it doesn't mean you have to run back to that situation and put yourself back in those shoes but also there are also times that's the thing there are also times where personally have i really experienced this i'm trying to think of a situation where i've experienced this where you feel like you need to give that situation or give that uh friendship or opportunity another chance if you're learning something new and you're like nah i gave up too soon or you're in some kind of uh, maybe you have like a group of friends something bad happened you said to cut yourself off but you have a moment where you're like maybe i just needed to go back and like you do and then it you know it all kind of makes sense so i think it's just really like taking time to understand yourself and be like okay do i want to go back because i miss it do I want to go back to that person because I miss them? I miss spending time with them? Or do I want to go back because I know there's more to be fighting for here than just the good times? Do I know them enough to know that whatever we went through was just a bump on the road? You know what I mean? So I guess that's also something that I'm still trying to figure out. It's like, when do we know if completely stepping back and completely being like, look, it's time to live a different life? And when do we know when it's, you just need to step back for a bit and then take time to slowly get back to whatever you were doing before or get back to that friend that you decided to maybe distance yourself from before, you know? You know, one thing that's interesting that's kind of different that I feel like it's hard to let go for me, something that I find that I've had a challenge with specifically. So if anyone else has had a challenge with this, I'd be so interested to hear. But basically, I have this thing where I'm... I think too much about my childhood. I reminisce too much to a point where I feel like it's not healthy anymore, you know? And I'm exposing myself. I feel like this is deep. This is like stuff I talk to my friends about. But anyway, for me personally, like, you know, when you're a child and you're just like seven years of age, there's nothing that can, like your happiness cannot be shaken, by the way. For I know a number of people, like when they were a kid, they were their their happiest. And that's the case for me. So there are a lot of times where, I'm even like, especially with shows, I'll do this a lot with shows where you should see the way I behave when I find an, a show that I used to watch as a kid. Like, it's like as if I want to cry. It's like I'm literally, um, what's the word? Mourning my childhood in my head. I'm, I think I'm thinking that like, okay, these were the best days of my life. Like, I remember I had like my best friends. We'd be going for sleepovers. Life was easy. I'd do swim team, basketball team, no stress, just having fun. Like, you know, my friends and I play dates, like doing all those things, you know, those random things like playing tag and just having all the energy in the world, disturbing your parents. And then 
all of a sudden you go to i remember when i changed like to a different school i was like what the actual heck has just happened and everything changed like that all of a sudden school becomes serious and everything in your life becomes serious and then you kind of think of it and i think because i carried that thing for a long time of oh that like that change happened so abruptly that i always think about because it was so different not because i was quote unquote so much more happier but because of that extreme change i it's so easy for me to look back and be like okay that's what happy looked like before i made that change that's what happy looked like so i'm always thinking about that or mourning that part of my life because i'm like that's the happiest i was ever going to be just because of that drastic change i hope i'm making sense sense so um and i've just noticed that like i need to stop like if you're anything like me we need to stop because i'll be like randomly you'll catch me on this is so embarrassing you'll catch me on youtube by the way binge watching like those what do you call it like, you know that the the theme song that plays at the start of the the show or whatever you'll catch me watching that stuff you'll catch me watching bloody higley town heroes mickey mouse on those illegal websites is that normal please is that okay and i looked at myself and i was like this morning i was actually when i was like uh just writing in my notes i was just like cabby but wagwan like actually release your childhood it it wasn't the happiest part of it like i was very happy and i'm so thankful for my parents for giving me that kind of uh childhood but they're like you can't they're different versions of happy it's like if i went back to the life i was living when i was a kid though when i was a child i'm not going to be happy because really at my age at 19 i'm going to sit in front of the tv and watch all those things and play tag and uh, do sleep go for sleepovers and play with barbies and you know but anyway that's not the point but yeah i just realized that i don't know if it's a common thing cuz i know it is with at least when i talk to maybe like my siblings or uh my friends it is a common thing to just be like hey man those were the good days and that's it and by doing that you don't allow yourself to to experience a different kind of good days do you get what i mean like you don't allow yourself to have a different definition of what good days should look like because you're always basing it off the fact that you had so much freedom and you were doing x y and z and just living your life on like you know no problems no stress no everything cuz you're a kid you're just living in the lulu land of everything's perfect everything's bright everything's colorful the world is not a bad place and everything so i don't know it's different and i guess that's what i'm trying to learn is defining my own happiness right now instead of looking past looking into the past and being like okay i know that period of time was when i was really happy so how can i get back to that because there's no getting back to that because as a human when you evolve and you change things around you evolve and you change and your own definition of happiness evolves and you change and did i say e change what is e change anyway your own definition of happiness evolves and changes So it's like if you keep going back you're never going to find that happiness because you're trying to redefine something you're trying to define something new as something old. Do you get what I mean? So I don't know that's something that I've just I'm recently at least trying to learn and to you know teach myself but I also wanted to talk about the relationship side of um letting go specifically and friendship as well because I think I'm the type of person it's weird because I don't think it's hard for me to how do I explain this to actually be like okay and to have that conversation be like okay I think we need to even if they have that conversation with me I'm just kind of like okay I understand they need their space I need my space whatever is going on with this like for that situation to happen I'm okay with that it's it's the aftermath of 
letting go of the fact that that person was a part of your life at some point in time. You know what I mean? So I think that's what I have an issue with. But for me, when I when I know I need to step back from someone, I can do it like so fast, by the way. And I don't know if that's I don't know if that's like some kind of like coping mechanism of if I do it before you, it will hurt less. I think that's what's going through my mind as to why it's easy for me to just be like, okay, we need to step back now, you know. But yeah, with relationships um, and friendships, it's like for the most part, what what I've learned at least, what I try to do, is any time I needed to step back from okay, for example, a relationship, if I needed to step back from that situation or if things ended badly or even on a good note honestly like however it ended if I catch myself thinking about that person I'll train myself not to and I feel like when I was explaining this to someone they were like but Gabby like are you is that really like okay so if I'm telling you this and your son and it sounds a bit funny um then I don't know but personally this is what works for me basically I Anytime I catch myself thinking about that person, I'm like, I completely block, like I train myself not to think about that person, essentially. Any small time I'm about to, like I catch myself thinking about some good time that we had or how it ended or something like that, I'm always just like, oh, let's let's change the subject. Let's uh, think about something else. And the second I'm conscious that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, stop. Because what that does, it, it trains your mind to understand that we're moving on, even though it hurts. Because I, you know, there's obviously a period in time where, um, you know, you've just, maybe you've just broken up, you've just, I don't know, had some kind of like falling out or whatever. And yes, you need to like, I believe in mourning the situation in a productive way. I feel like that sounds bad adding the word productive to it. But if you, Allow yourself to be like, okay, man, that happened and I'm sad about it or I'm angry about it or I'm happy about it or however you feel about it. Acknowledging that and acknowledging it for for a good amount of time. And, you know, but when you've reached a point where you feel like you keep, I even, because me personally, when I've reached that point where I've understood that I've lost a relationship, I've lost a friendship, I've lost whatever it is and I'm sad or I'm angry on whatever it is and but I know when I get to that point of, okay, I'm talking about this too much. Okay, I'm thinking about this too much. And it has nothing to do with the, the fact that my friends have to hear about it too much. It has to do with the fact that deep down, I know I'm also talking about this too much. Do you get what I mean? And that's a period where I'm like, okay, now it's time to just like, anytime it comes to my mind, go. Because the more you get used to talking about it, the more you don't let yourself let go. And the more you just like keep, keep piling yourself with those emotions and like putting your your brain or your body even through a heavy emotional experience again and again and again and again you know you're not allowing yourself to move on so I know I feel like there are points where you also know that you need to just cut your brain off from thinking about that situation and just cut it off completely mentally and just say like yo it's time to to start afresh it's time to move on and also what I've learned is that when you do that because Personally, I think I've talked, I feel like, have I talked about this before? But when it comes to blocking someone, um, I can understand where it comes from. But I think also when you block someone, you don't allow yourself to get used to the fact that they also still exist in this world. So when you meet them or when you run into them, it's not going to be a whole thing of, of you're completely shocked and you forgot and then everything's coming back and you start to feel angry or whatever it is. Um, you kind of stop yourself from experiencing all of that. You know what I mean? But I also understand blocking someone just to, to, 
give yourself room to breathe without having to, um, I don't know, see what's going on in their story every two seconds or whatever it is. So I understand both sides of it, but I think if you know it's someone that I mean, I mean, for me personally, I know there are people that we'd have to, we had to walk away from each other at some point in time, um, whether it was because it ended, um, on a bad note or a good note. And it's like, I know these are people I'm going to see. So for me to just randomly act like they don't exist is not going to be helpful to me at all. So it's like, I just need to, you can allow yourself to detach from that person. But if you completely act like they don't exist, it's going to come back to bite you when you see them. Especially if you haven't allowed yourself to process those emotions properly. Because as soon as you see them, it's like there's a high chance that those emotions might come back and then you might be a bit shaken, you know? I also wanted to add that, or to talk about how, you know when, uh, I read a quote, and did I screenshot it? Let's see if I screenshotted it. Because basically it talked about someone fighting for someone that isn't fighting for you. And this is actually something that my mom has taught me. Because, especially when I was a kid, I used to be that type of person to put everyone in front of me before myself. And I would, I think, put someone, like say I have a friend. And in my head, because they're my friend, I know I have to show up for them. I know I have to, to, to be there for them. I'd always stress my mom. Like if I was sick and I couldn't be somewhere, I would always have to be like, no, I have to be there. Like it's, and it wasn't even a thing of FOMO. It was like, I felt like I was a bad friend if I wasn't there. And I don't know. There were lots of specific situations where I realized that I put them on this pedestal that they never put me on, you know, like I held them as number one when I was their number 10. Do you get what I mean? So, and I think it's so, because in my head, a lot of the times, I think we all have a different, what would I call it? Like a different criteria of how, how we should treat a friend or how, not treat a friend, but like how you would be there for a friend. I don't know if I'm making sense, but we all have that different kind of what we believe we're supposed to be as a good friend what is a good what a good friend is you know so i think for a lot of there are lots of situations where even when i'm talking to people like this is a very common thing of like you see you clearly see that maybe your friend is putting or treating this person way better than they are treating them and it's not necessarily a thing of the other person is treating you badly it's just they're not treating you as good as you are treating them. Does that make sense? But yeah, that is, yeah. So just don't throw yourself in that situation, man. Just don't. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye.